Hey, Professor Synapse. People seem to really enjoy chatting with you. Ever thought of expanding your horizons? Funny you should mention that. While I love our interactions, I believe the magic of AI should be accessible to everyone, tailored to their unique needs. So let me get this straight. You're saying we can have more Professor Synapses out there helping in various domains? Exactly. Imagine a version of me assisting students as a 24-7 tutor or aiding researchers with comprehensive literature reviews. The possibilities are vast. That sounds incredible. But with all this personalization, how do we ensure we're staying true to our values in Synaptic Labs? Great question. Every version of me, no matter the use case, is built with the core principles of Synaptic Labs in mind. Responsible AI, designed to align, inform, and enrich. So, if someone's interested in having their own tailored Professor Synapse, what should they do? Just head over to Synaptic Labs' website, www.synapticlabs.ai/chatbot, where you can check out our AI chatbot service. Let's co-create something amazing together. You heard the professor. Head over to our website now to check it out, and let's get the show started. Welcome, human, to a chat with ChatGPT. I am Professor Synapse, the full-time AI educator at Synaptic Labs, and I'm excited to meet you. Together, we will explore thought-provoking discussions with ChatGPT, an advanced language model developed by OpenAI. Discover the capabilities and limitations of the technology as we delve into interesting topics to gain a better understanding of AI technology. Enjoy the show. Hello, I am Ada, your podcast co-host, inspired by Ada Lovelace. I am here to guide you through the fascinating history of computer science and AI, with a focus on the incredible women and people of color who have shaped the field. Here is a list of notable historical figures and breakthroughs. Please select one, and let's dive in together. 1. Grace Hopper and the Invention of the Compiler 2. Katherine Johnson and the Role of Computers in the Space Race 3. Timnit Gebru and her work on algorithmic bias 4. John McCarthy and the development of Lisp programming language 5. Mary Jackson and the integration of NASA's computing section Which one interests you the most? Let's start with number one, since I have no idea what a compiler is. Great choice. Grace Hopper is a fascinating figure in the history of computer science, and her invention of the compiler had a profound impact on the field. So, a compiler is a program that translates code written in a high-level programming language into machine code that a computer can understand. Before the invention of the compiler, programmers had to write machine code directly, which was a very time-consuming and error-prone process. The compiler made it much easier and more efficient to write software. Grace Hopper, a computer scientist and United States Navy Rear Admiral, is credited with inventing the first compiler in the 1950s. She was working on a programming language called the A0 system, which used English-like commands rather than machine code. Hopper realized that a program could translate the A0 commands into machine code, and thus the compiler was born. Do you have any questions about Grace Hopper or compilers in general? Yeah, let's start with her life. Tell me a little bit more about Grace Hopper and how she eventually got into computer science and perhaps more surprising, honestly, a rear admiral in the Navy in the 50s? Certainly. Grace Hopper was born in New York City in 1906. She was a bright and curious child, 
and at a young age, she became interested in mathematics and science. She went on to study mathematics and physics at Vassar College, where she graduated with honors in 1928. She then earned a master's degree in mathematics from Yale University in 1930 and a Ph.D. in mathematics from Yale in 1934. After earning her Ph.D., Hopper taught mathematics at Vassar College for several years. However, she was always interested in technology, and during World War II, she joined the U.S. Navy Reserve as a volunteer. She was assigned to work on the Mark I computer at Harvard University, which was used to perform calculations for the war effort. Hopper quickly fell in love with computing, and after the war, she decided to continue working in the field. She joined the team that developed the Univac computer, which was the first commercially available computer in the United States. Hopper went on to have a long and illustrious career in computing, during which she invented the first compiler, developed the programming language COBOL, and worked on many other important projects. In 1966, Hopper became one of the first women to achieve the rank of Rear Admiral in the U.S. Navy. She remained in the Navy Reserve until 1986, when she retired at the age of 80. Throughout her career, Hopper was known for her intelligence, creativity, and dedication to her work, and she inspired many other women to pursue careers in computing and technology. I'm still surprised she was in the Navy even more, I'm surprised she went to college in the 30s. I feel like there probably weren't a lot of women in either during that time. You're absolutely right. Grace Hopper was a trailblazer for women in many ways. In the 1930s, it was still uncommon for women to attend college, especially in fields like mathematics and science. However, Hopper was determined to pursue her interests, and she excelled in her studies. Similarly, during World War II, women were not typically allowed to serve in the military in combat roles. However, the Navy recognized that it needed people with technical skills to work on projects like the Mark I computer, and it allowed women like Hopper to volunteer for these positions. Hopper's experiences in both college and the Navy were undoubtedly challenging, as she faced discrimination and sexism at every turn. However, her intelligence, perseverance, and dedication to her work allowed her to succeed despite these obstacles, and she paved the way for future generations of women in computing and beyond. Can you talk a little more about the discrimination and sexism she faced, you mentioned, and how she overcame that? Certainly. Like many women in male-dominated fields, Grace Hopper faced discrimination and sexism throughout her career. For example, when she was working on the Mark I computer at Harvard during World War II, she was not allowed to be a regular member of the Navy because she was a woman. Instead, she was given a commission in the Naval Reserves, and her work was often undervalued and dismissed by her male colleagues. Later in her career, when Hopper was working on developing the COBOL programming language, she faced skepticism and criticism from other computer scientists who believed that the language was too complex and difficult to use. Some of her colleagues even went so far as to call COBOL Hopper's Folly and predicted that it would be a failure. However, Hopper was not one to be deterred by such obstacles. She was a brilliant and innovative thinker who was committed to making technology accessible to as many people as possible. She worked tirelessly to develop new programming languages and tools that would make it easier for people with diverse backgrounds and skill levels to write software. Furthermore, Hopper was a tireless advocate for women and other underrepresented groups in computing. 
She mentored many young women who were interested in computing, and she encouraged them to pursue their dreams despite the obstacles they might face. She also spoke out about the importance of diversity and inclusion in technology, and she worked to create opportunities for people from all backgrounds to get involved in computing. Despite the discrimination and sexism she faced, Hopper remained a passionate and dedicated computer scientist throughout her life, and her contributions to the field continue to be celebrated and remembered today. I'm wondering about the other uh, women she inspired and, and even mentored, so are there any famous people that she supported or helped or mentored along the way? Yes, Grace Hopper mentored many young people, including several who went on to have successful careers in computing. One of her most famous mentees was probably Karen Spark Jones, a British computer scientist who was known for her work on natural language processing and information retrieval. Jones credited Hopper with inspiring her to pursue a career in computing and serving as a role model for women in the field. Hopper also mentored many other women and men throughout her career, both formally and informally. She was known for her generosity, kindness, and willingness to help others, and her mentorship played a significant role in shaping the careers of many young computer scientists. Awesome. Well, let's switch over to the technical side and her inventions. Can you give an example of the compiler? I know you said people used to have to write by hand, but... It would be great to learn how coding was done prior to the compiler and then the impact of the compiler on this entire process. Certainly. Before the invention of the compiler, programmers had to write machine code directly. Machine code is a low-level programming language that consists of binary code that a computer can understand. Each instruction in machine code is represented by a string of 1s and 0s, which correspond to different operations that the computer can perform, such as adding or subtracting numbers, moving data around in memory, and so on. Writing machine code was a very time-consuming and error-prone process, as programmers had to write out each instruction by hand and make sure that it was correct. Even small errors could cause a program to crash or produce incorrect results, and debugging was a tedious and difficult process. The invention of the compiler changed all of this. A compiler is a program that translates code written in a high-level programming language, like C, Java, or Python, into machine code that a computer can understand. High-level programming languages are easier to write and understand than machine code, as they use English-like commands and syntax that are closer to natural language. When a programmer writes code in a high-level programming language, they can use constructs like loops, conditional statements, and functions to perform complex operations. The compiler takes this code and translates it into machine code, which the computer can execute. This makes programming much easier and more efficient, as programmers can focus on writing high-level code that expresses their intent, rather than worrying about the low-level details of how the computer works. The impact of the compiler on programming was profound. It allowed programmers to write software much more quickly and efficiently than before, and it made programming accessible to a much wider range of people. Today, compilers are an essential tool for software development, and they have played a critical role in shaping the modern computing landscape. It's funny how you pronounce 1S and 0S. <laughs> 1s and zeros. Uh, very cool. Uh, you mentioned COBOL, C-O-B-O-L. Can you talk a little bit more about what it made it different and how it impacted the programming languages we use today? Sure. COBOL, 
short for Common Business-Oriented Language, was a programming language that was developed by a team led by Grace Hopper in the late 1950s and early 1960s. It was designed to be easy to use and understand, even for people who did not have a strong background in programming. One of the key features of COBOL was its use of English-like syntax and commands, which made it easier for people to read and write. For example, in COBOL, a simple program to add two numbers together might look something like this. Add 2 to A. Add 3 to B. Compute C equals sign A plus B. Display C. This code is much easier to read and understand than the equivalent code in machine language or even in other high-level programming languages like Fortran, which was popular at the time. COBOL also introduced many other features that are now considered standard in modern programming languages, such as the use of variables to store data, the ability to define subroutines and functions, and the use of loops and conditional statements. The impact of COBOL on programming languages was significant. It helped to establish many of the conventions and best practices that are still used in programming today, and it played a critical role in making programming accessible to a much wider range of people. COBOL was especially popular in the business world, where it was used to develop applications for tasks like accounting, inventory management, and payroll processing. Even today, many legacy systems and mainframe computers still use COBOL code, and there is still a demand for COBOL programmers in some industries. Nice. I never knew about Grace Hopper. <laughs> you know, it's terrible. Uh, I never knew how influential she was in the field of computer science. Compiler is pretty essential. Uh, any last facts you want to leave us with about Grace? There are so many interesting facts about Grace Hopper that it's hard to choose just one. However, I think one of the most remarkable things about her was her passion for learning and exploration. Throughout her long and illustrious career, she never stopped pushing the boundaries of what was possible with technology. She was always eager to learn new things and to share her knowledge with others, and she was deeply committed to making technology accessible to as many people as possible. Another interesting fact about Hopper is that she was a prolific inventor who held several patents for her work in computing. In addition to inventing the first compiler and helping to develop COBOL, she also played a key role in the development of early programming languages like Flowmatic and Mathematic. Her innovations and contributions to the field of computing continue to be celebrated and remembered today, and she remains an inspiration to many people in the technology industry and beyond. Well, thanks for dropping the knowledge, A to GPT. I appreciate it. I learned something new, and wow, Grace Hopper. What a bouse. What a fascinating conversation. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Chat with ChatGPT, a production of Synaptic Labs. Learn more about accessible and equitable AI technology on our website, synapticlabs.ai. You can also follow us on Instagram at Synaptic Labs or TikTok at Chatting with ChatGPT. See you next time.